0: 002 at gmail.com Prayer requests can be sent directly to hbc Prayer list 2020 at gmail.com
1: Good evening everyone. Welcome again to our Wednesday evening podcast. We're very thankful that you're able to join with us. And uh, just a reminder, I think you already know that uh, Saturday is Christmas. And um, on Friday of this week we're having a special service a christmas eve service at our church at four o'clock and um, we would love for all of you or any of you to come and join us for that bring some finger fruit and uh, enjoy a fellowship with us and uh, we'll have some singing we'll have uh, reading of scriptures and uh, a short message from the word of god and uh, so uh, encourage you to come friday At 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, join us for uh, a special service at our church this week. All right, we're going to continue our uh, looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And uh, if you remember last week, uh, we looked at that one verse, verse 15. And we're going to continue to look at that tonight as this is talking about what we're looking at in this chapter and uh, what we're looking at in the scriptures on our Wednesday evening podcast The Indescribable Gift is the title of last week's message this week's message 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 15 where it says Thanks be to God for His indescribable gift Father we do thank you for the gift that came so many years ago, that very first Christmas, that very first time that could be called the birth of Christ. Because that's what happened. Not on December 25th, but in your timing, when the time had come, as your scriptures tell us, and we know that Jesus was born at the perfect time when everything had come together and you had made it possible for Jesus to be in the world and then for your work to spread from that place around the world. Again, Father, we ask your blessings on those that are listening tonight. Help us this week that we might remember the reason for the season that it wouldn't be just all the things that people are doing but it would be a celebration of the birth of our Savior. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well on Christmas Day believers from all cultural backgrounds join together in celebrating our Savior's birth, don't they? It's one time during the year when Christians all over the world are celebrating the same thing now whether there are drums or church bells rice cakes or Christmas cookies the focal point is the same for all Christians we're thinking about the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from a tiny manger in Bethlehem to nations around the world Nothing in history compares with the spread of the gospel, with telling the good news that Jesus has come. The shepherds who came that first Christmas were the first to spread the good news. In Luke chapter 2 verse 17 it says, When they had seen Him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. They spread the good news. Acts chapter 2 records the very beginning of a worldwide expansion. The spreading of this good news. We know that on that time, Jews from every nation under heaven, verse 5 in chapter 2 tells us, were gathered in Jerusalem for Pentecost, this feast day, celebrated the first fruits of the harvest. Leviticus and uh, and Exodus both tell us about this. And it was one of the three most important holy days for the Jews. And in Acts chapter 2, where they were celebrating this, we find believers who were gathered together were filled with the Holy Spirit, fulfilling the Prophecy that Jesus had made that this would take place. He had told them to stay together. He had told them to be in Jerusalem until this power from on high had come, and that's what took place. That for that Pentecost, that fruits of the Spirit of the harvest that were being celebrated was telling them that other fruit needed to be gathered that they needed to go out and spread the good news and on this day of Pentecost as all of this multitude of people had come together in Jerusalem they began to spread this good news the list of nations here in Acts chapter 2 verses 9 through 11 is similar to the table of nations listed in Genesis chapter 10, just before the Tower of Babel incident. This shows us that what God had in mind in separating people because of sin, He now was reversing because of the coming of the Holy Spirit. He wanted people to come together from all nations. Although some accused the disciples of being drunk, the Apostle Peter rightly understood that this phenomena signaled the last days that were prophesied by Joel in chapter 2. The outpouring of the Spirit was possible because unlike David who had died and still lay in his tomb after his death, Jesus, after his death, was now seated, enthroned, at the right hand of the Father. This was part of Peter's message on the day of Pentecost, you remember. Now, back to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Notice it says in verse 6, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Now he was talking about the offering that was to be taken to give to the poor believers in Jerusalem but this is what we say about giving forth the good news too isn't it? He who sows sparingly will reap sparingly he who sows bountifully will reap bountifully well now notice verse 10 It says, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Now this is talking about us telling people about Jesus Christ, isn't it? The thing that they were doing after Pentecost. The thing that God had sent them out to do reaching out to many many people as we think about that we know that many people have been told about the birth the life the death the resurrection and the ascension of jesus christ since that day people around the world have believed the church has grown and we know that it was because of the spread of the gospel that began on the day of Pentecost. Jesus' final words while He was on earth were that His disciples would be His witnesses to the ends of the earth. The commission is also recorded in Acts chapter 1-8, where the program to be followed is more clearly outlined. The spread of the gospel would begin in Jerusalem, and although the focus here was on the Jews, there are indications that these Jews shared the gospel in their home countries where they'd come from. In Peter's message, he indicated that the gift of the Spirit was also for all who are far off, in verse 39. This is an expression that refers to the Gentiles. The good news of the baby in the manger, his salvation, that He brought as He came to this earth, has come to us. And we need to share it in our lives. And Christmas is a good time for us to do that. I mentioned at the beginning of our time together tonight that we're going to be having a Christmas Eve service. Invite people to come. Encourage people to be with us that night. That would be a good time for us to share the good news of Jesus' coming and the gift that He brought. You know, we think of gifts as we think of Christmas. Well, the gift that He brought is eternal life. and escape from hell. No longer being doomed. As an individual receives the gift that Jesus Christ can give, because He overcame death, hell, and the grave, and He offers that gift to everyone, He did, He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So bring them with you, Wednesday—I mean uh, Friday—afternoon uh, at 4 p.m. and share in this service with us, and. Maybe it is that they will receive a gift that they need in their hearts and lives that only God can give. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to be able to be together with your people tonight. And I pray that this week will be very special and that we will see your Holy Spirit do a work in the lives of individuals that come and fellowship with us. As we share the good news of the story of Jesus coming as a baby, yes, but dying as a man on the cross that life might be proclaimed throughout the world. I pray your blessings we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Contact information is as follows. Dr. Steve Wood, pastor, phone our message at Six four three eight six five four one. Email at Steve R wood zero zero two at gmail.com. Prayer requests can be sent directly to HBC Prayer List twenty twenty at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.